0: Good evening, and what's poppin'. We are the video game music band, Dratini on the Rocks, and this is another installment of our podcast, Dratini on the Pod. My name's Ellis. I'm joined once again by Matt and Ray, and for the very first time by a special guest on this episode, Eric Smith. Uh, Eric, why don't you tell us a little bit about the topic you've picked out for this episode?
1: Uh, Hey, what's poppin'. Um, I'm I'm, uh, Eric Smooth. I'm a musician. And I chosen the theme of smooth um, for, the, <laughs> for the songs. Oh, yeah. um, so I guess we'll just go ahead and get right ahead and started. Um, I picked a song from Toe Jam and Earl Panic uh, on Funkatron. That's a Sega Genesis game composed by John Baker. The song is Funk 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 E.
2: That's a that was a fatty that was a fatty sound on there. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of surprised I could get that bass sound out of a Genesis.
2: Seriously, dude. I uh, I really like uh, all of the uh, or the Toe Jam and Earl Game. Actually, I haven't played like the newest one, but um, I don't remember that track, and uh, I'm very disappointed in myself that I don't. <laughs>
0: I would say the Genesis is the funkiest console.
3: Oh, yeah. I agree.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that's unanimous.
3: We were talking about the... Me and Eric were sorting out the theme for this episode, and I was, like, suggesting these things, like some specific things, like, oh, composers from this nationality or something. And then it hits me with Smooth, and I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> this is like a... We do a Mario Maker um, creating... Club with uh, some friends, and uh, Eric's themes are usually very open. It's it like it releases the creative like energy. In me, I, feel like. I just it all takes is one word, and that's there. You I'm go, man.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: it's provocative. Um, I'll I'll move on to my first pick of the episode. Um, kind of hesitant to even play this track because like, what am I unleashing on the world? But the people got to know. Okay. This is from a composer we've heard before. We actually heard on the previous episode. Tomoya Tamida uh, composed the music to Kirby's Epic Yarn, which we heard last episode. I'm going to be playing a track from Yoshi's Woolly World. Uh, this track is Fort Curse, or excuse me, Fort Course. course from yoshi's woolly world what do you guys think about that huh
2: that was cool why why did you wait so many episodes uh, before we heard that one <laughs>
1: yeah i was vibing on that i love all the percussion and like the kind of sing-songy bass and i i really didn't expect it to go into like the slap uh kind of thing oh yeah i didn't either yeah I was thinking about this today because
0: slat bass is i mean it's not an instrument you would associate with Yoshi but um you know the percussion is uh it's you know bongos and so forth which you know mario world that's the that's the sound that Yoshi has when you when you get on him so so there is some continuity there
3: you said it's not something you'd associate with Yoshi and that's totally true, and I think that the um this like, I don't know what you call it, like line of games where the everything's yarn or something to yarn. You know, um, Kirby's Epic Yarn and those two Yoshi's, having such a drastic like visual shift, I think uh, makes it easier to, um, or at least I don't know. It maybe it just like freed up the composers or something or the directors are like, yeah, maybe throw some slap bass in there. It'll be cool. You know, we got yarn. It's all yarn. Doesn't matter no i agree i mean
2: uh again my only point of references are like the first two like yoshi uh super mario world 2 and mario 64 and those are kind of even mario 64 like very memorable but like i i don't really go back and listen to too much of that soundtrack because it's i don't know yoshi story you mean yoshi story yes sorry But yeah, I I wouldn't go back uh, as much and listen to that one. But this one, I mean, sounds pretty grooving. I don't know of every track's like that, but I'm definitely going to go investigate find out.
0: Yeah, and for Yoshi's Woolly World, it would be so easy for the music to just be, you know, wacky and silly and annoying. Um, But Tomoya Tomita plays it straight. There's nothing, like, there's nothing silly about this, even though the concept of a yarn Yoshi is inherently silly. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas Yoshi's story, the music for that is actually pretty annoying. Yeah, so, isn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm, there's like maybe two tracks from that I like, but I don't like the, I mean, I don't hear any Yoshi singing in this one. So, All right. So uh, my first track uh, to share um, tonight is from a game called Thunder Force 4. Never played it, um, but uh, I did want to come with my guns loaded to this one um, with some jams that I dig. Uh, This is definitely one of them. Um, And it's a shoot 'em up I don't, I've never played it. I don't even know if it made it to the States or not, but it is absolutely a game. Um, But the track's called The Skyline and it's uh, composed by Toshiharu Yamanichi.
0: that's so interesting and weird about this track is that at, at changes in the section, it, it like audibly slows down. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's interesting. It's definitely off-putting. Mm. I mean, you don't hear that in like popular music, you know?
1: I like how uh, I like I like anytime time when um, it sort of cuts out and there's like it's quiet or there's like one little sound and then everything comes back in. Yeah. There's sort of a couple of moments right there where it just like everything drops out and it goes or something like that and I, I really like stuff like that.
2: Yeah the little hi-hat going on. I really like the way that the drum sound um, and some of the fills that it was doing was uh, it was really fun um, and like the little build-up before it goes back into there is pretty hype so that's why I chose this one.
3: With this next track I'm going to take you for a ride. This is from Marvel vs. Capcom 2, it's not the song, not the title song that says, I want to take you for a ride in it. That's just my intro to the song. This song is uh, etched in my mind and many others' minds, I'm sure, because it's the training theme for the the song from the training area. Something that I heard um, many, many, many hours when I was young, and training my Ryu and my Spider-Man. This is uh, Training Mode, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Tetsuya Shibuta, and uh, who's the other composer? It's uh, Mitsuhiko Takano.
2: This was a, a pretty fat, another fat track, dude. You guys came in with fat tracks. I wasn't expecting this, um, but uh, that that one makes me want to dance, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I I feel bad. I never played Marvel vs. Capcom too, man. Uh, I feel like that's uh, a disappointing thing to say, um, but uh, this is a game that is loved by many. Um. And I don't hear many people talk about the music, uh, but if this is a barometer for what it, I guess the soundtrack is, then maybe I should play it. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can, if you guys can shed any light on that or your guys' opinions on that. But
1: oh yeah, it'll take you for a ride, dude.
2: What Dreamcast or what? Yeah, you, don- yeah, yeah. you don't get that. God, <laughs> dude. <do
3: it. laughs>
0: That's astonishing. Ellis, cut it. Have, have you, no, I'm just kidding. wait. <laughs> wait, have you have you heard the "I Want to Take You for a Ride"? Or just did you not pick up on no. the joke? No,
2: I, I mean maybe I have, but like I don't know it right now. Okay. So,
0: I mean, it's not a good song, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's
1: it's really repetitive for like yeah. a a character select screen where you're just like on there forever, and it's like it just goes on and on. It's it's, it's like, like two funny. measures long. It's iconic. Mm-hmm yeah i love the in the training mode track i really love um i think we're getting a lot of good bass on this episode i, I like that that basis seems like really locked in the groove there it felt good mm. definitely All right good digital basis
2: mm.
3: i love one of my favorite thing in um in like loud funk music is uh like the orchestration like the playfulness of the orchestration like if you listen to like a like um something like, like Quincy Jones did that he worked on, which would be like um, the early, like Michael Jackson records or uh, any of his own records. Like it was like a lot of this stuff in it where it's just like kind of like, uh, and then like the, like random things sort of popping in and out. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I think Quincy Jones, I remember watching his documentary. I think he, he called it like playfulness and arranging or something like that. Or maybe that was like in an interview I read or something, but that that's such a cool term for, the way that like funk music is like
1: orchestrated. Yeah, because it so, really does. It kind of like it'll pop in, like it'll go baba and then you'll like it just. I don't know. It always makes me smile. It just makes me go like, oh, that's fun. They got me. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a game. This next track is from a game that uh, actually played really recently. Uh, just finished it. Um, it's a game called Paradise Killer. It's a open world mystery. Um, the music is kind of influenced very much by like um, city pop and uh, kind of vapor wavy vibe um, by a guy named Barry Topping. Uh, going, goes by the name Epoch. Epoch. Um, anyway, this track is Ego Twenty Four Seven. we mm-hmm.
2: so good that totally reminded me like just early 90s r&b like tevin campbell i hear like some troop in there i hear like dude uh, i love the 808 uh cowbells i love that sound uh the way that the guitar's tone is like i'm so in tune with this track
1: (laughs) yeah i've been i Played like 25 hours of this game, and then I was like still listening to the soundtrack on Spotify, like outside of it. I, I kind of just never got sick of it. It's got some really cool like uh, like tight synth chord voicings and like uh, obviously some slick bass and even uh, a little bit more of those little playful, like uh, obviously it was on a synthesizer, but a few like little horn jab kind of things.
3: Like that guitar tone is tasty. Oh, so good. <laughs>
0: It's totally in the in the vibe of those random Japanese fusion albums that, like, suddenly show up in everybody's YouTube recommendations and get, like, <laughs> 8 million views. All right. I'll move on now to my uh, second track of the episode. Uh, this is from a game called Knuckles Chaotix. The composer on this one is Junko Shiratsu. I'm going to play probably the most well-known track from the game, Uh, called Door Into Summer. to summer knuckles chaotix that is everything i want from video game music and more
1: oh man there there's there is a thing that's like i think it goes outside of the key where it goes Ah, i can't i don't have it off the top of my head but uh there's sort of there's this like little horn run i kept listening to the synth horns um they do kind of an interesting like I don't know. It, it sort of feels like it goes out of the key for a second, but then it like it's more like chromatic. Chromatically goes back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's what it's all about. And listen to that that title, you know, "Door into Summer."
1: Hmm.
2: That's a summer track for sure. That's a vibe. So, anyways. Anyways. Uh. So my last track of the night, uh, it's from a game called Bloody Wolf. As you can see, it's behind me. It just it looks like a beat 'em up. But uh, this this track pr- slaps and apparently there's a lot of people involved with the, the composing of this um, of this OST, uh, including Asuhara Hiroaki Yoshida, Tatsuya Kiuchi, Yotomi Kumatsu and Shuji Sagawa. That's a whole that's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. You'd think that this would be bad, but this one actually slaps a little.
0: Stage 5 by the way You also did mention that this is um, A TurboGrafx-16 track Which oh. I believe may be the first uh, A first on the podcast I don't think we've oh. played any other TurboGrafx-16 music To to me the sound quality of the system I know we're not really talking about the music But the sound quality of the system is this Weird uncanny valley Where it just sounds like a broken Genesis I don't know, I don't know what it is
2: <laughs> Yeah I, did, I didn't I didn't I didn't listen to this track in um with headphones. I was listening to it like on a speaker. And so you definitely hear a lot more imperfections in like the quality of the of the track with headphones.
1: Yeah. Actually I kind of like some of the sound like especially for drums. I love uh like kind of way over clipping kind of sound. Um in the very beginning the the like snare they use is like breaking glass almost, but it's just yeah. like It's like, it's so like in the red on on this (laughs) volume. It's like, it kind of, it's kind of punk rock. I like that. It definitely sounds
0: like nothing else other than broken glass. (laughs) (laughs) It can only sound like breaking glass.
3: This next one is from a uh, recent indie game called Katana Zero. Been trying to um, represent some indie music, not just because I love it. but I don't know. It's fun to to go outside of the if there is such a thing as a video game music canon, this would be, I guess, slightly outside of it, even though this is a pretty popular game. This is by uh Bill Kylie. I don't know if that's the right way to pronounce his last name, but um, I don't know. A, a very very much an indie sound that's in right now. Super cool track, super smooth. This is sneaky driver.
2: I love the wow. way that one comes right back around. Gotta
3: have that tone shift in that, that song. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's smooth, man. <laughs> like uh, I love, I love like re- driving to retro wave. Uh, just I don't know if it's because of drive or whatever, you know. But um, love that genre of music, and it's really cool that it's being represented in uh, a video game.
1: Yeah, I really liked in that song the. Uh, uh, it was pretty cool how it had like that driving like four on the floor kick, and then it would have a. Um, but what I like most about it probably is, again, the base where the way that kind of played around like that four on the floor, like it sort of was on the offbeat a lot. And it would sort of land on the one pretty much. I, I mean, like basic funk stuff. But it, yeah, I thought it worked really well. Final track of the night, um, this one is my pick. It's from a game called Jackbox Party Pack 4, uh, specifically a game called Monster Seeking Monster. Um, one of the games in it. This is the credit song by Andy Poland.
3: Lobster
0: we didn't listen to the whole thing there um oh yeah there's a uh i faded it out before the rap verse (laughs) so um uh fans of the uh, of this track can
1: go investigate that for themselves
0: if they so desire um
1: i always forget that's in there i kind of just usually by the time you know you're done with that game you let us play for a little bit and then you start a new one start a new game yeah Yeah.
3: (laughs) It
1: rarely makes it to the rap first.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
2: I mean, uh, that's a, I feel like there's like a, a little bit of a theme with uh, some of your picks, Eric. Uh, that also reminded me of, you know, some stuff from like the uh, late 80s, early 90s. I think like Parliament, Zap and Roger, um, which is uh, definitely both of them are fa- like favorites of mine. Um so love again, love hearing inspiration from some of my favorite artists um, come in to play when we, you know, hear random tracks from random games. I was
0: I was sort of, I don't know, maybe this is maybe this is mean to say, but I was sort of surprised that there's a soundtrack release for Jackbox Party Pack Four.
2: I don't think that's mean. I think it's <laughs> that's such a fair assessment. Like, I mean, like,
0: like we have a podcast about video game music. Like, who are we to? like judge but i mean <laughs> yeah. there's a soundtrack release for jackbox party pack 4 that's i think that's
1: cool. that's cool yeah i've kind of been consistently impressed with uh the jackbox music like I, I think the they get a lot of things right like in in terms of party gameplay and stuff like that but i think um the aesthetic and like the the way the music plays into the to the gameplay and everything i i think it works all just really well i love Kind of everything about these games
0: yeah and and the fact that the this track is so the production of it is so elaborate it adds to the joke whereas like if this was if this sounded super cheap it would be like oh okay they did a cute song for the credits yeah. but but instead it's like a it's like a well-produced funk song so that makes the joke <laughs> funnier i think
1: yeah pretty much because by this point in in video game music you can just put any wave file in the game and like that's the song like so there's really no reason not to unless you're you know going for a specific vibe i always love anything that's also like uh i i really like like computerized voices or like i don't know if that's a talk box or a vocoder i think it's i'm leaning towards talk box for that but i really love when like it's obviously not a person singing but it's like has is vocalizing in a human way i think that's mm-hmm. always fun
2: yeah for sure that's a, that was the first thing i thought of it's like that kind of music is uh you know zap was the king of the talk box and that was oh, yeah. the first thing i thought of so
3: yeah it's fun to uh this is like one of the songs that has like uh sounded the most different to me even though i've heard it so many times doing it on this podcast because on this podcast it's not like we're like streaming games and, and talking about the music or something we're we're like taking the music right out of it and listening. And this is a, a game that I've never had outside of the context of like everyone talking over the, you know, the, the music and talking about what we're going to do next. Someone ordering food. Like it's like right. a, a song that has so much stuff going on in the background in real life. And I and like being able to pick up so much stuff just by sitting and listening to It's kind of cool.
0: Mm. All right. Well, that'll just about wrap up this installment of Joutini on the pod. Um, As always, feel free to reach out to us, um, leave a comment or whatever you want to do. Um, Our theme music is Starlight Zone by Masato Nakamura, as performed by us, uh, Chitini on the Rocks. And of course, uh, big thanks to Eric for coming on uh, this episode of the podcast. Eric, is there anything you want to plug before we uh, say goodnight?
1: Uh, Yeah, if you want to just check out my album, um, I'm Eric Smooth. The album is called Are You Real? Uh, I've also got hats for sale on Etsy that say Smooth on them.
0: Right on. Well,
1: with all that said, see you next time.